Okay, Podsters, this is it. This is your tipping point, your moment to take action or live with never knowing what could have been. We all have that thing that we know we are meant to do that scares us, that we're not sure we can do, and that we know we need a little help doing. My Do the Thing Fall Retreat is happening October 13th through 15th in where else? Cape Cod, in the tranquil seaside town of Chura, where I've hand-selected a beach house for nine like-minded women to get together and do the thing. You already know that there's a life waiting for you on the other side of this thing. And this powerful, intimate two-and-a-half-day workshop is exactly what you need. If you don't do it now, you probably never will. Don't live with regret. Do the thing. Click the link. Fill out the very brief application. Let's hop on a call because I want to make sure it's the right fit for you. Together, let's do the thing. Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast. I'm Nancy Medoff, keynote speaker, best-selling author, executive coach, and equity evangelist who literally wrote the book on women in confidence. And I'm Beth Knauss, creative copywriter who works with female entrepreneurs who are done putting safe and general content out there and ready to walk the fine line between honoring their bold voices and perspectives and honoring their professionalism. We are on fire and on a mission to inspire and empower you. And who are we kidding? The world to speak up, stand out and get your seat at the table. If you're looking for straight talk and a weekly shot of confidence, you've landed in the right place. Beth and I met while collaborating on my number one bestseller, Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. We hit it off and we knew right away that we needed to keep these important conversations going so that women around the globe will speak up and stop building our own glass ceiling. So here we are coming at you weekly with a perfect blend of realistic strategies actionable tools and real life stories to bring these important and somewhat controversial ideas to life. Doing so with humor, kindness, and the occasional shenanigans. Get ready to feel empowered and inspired to speak up, to stand out, and to build your confidence toolkit. Note to men or women who are not working in a professional capacity, we see you too, and we promise you the conversations here will inspire you as well. So buckle up, folks, because here we go. Hi. Hi, Nance. Hi, Beth. How are you? I just haven't seen you in like five minutes. I know. Again, we batch our podcast, so we uh, do a couple at a time. We just finished wrapping up a really good one. So we are warmed up, we are fired up, and we are ready to get authentic. We are ready to go, yes, on this concept of authenticity, which I have to say, I think I am, I've gotten a bad rap, not a bad rap, but um, I've written a lot and spoken out a lot about this word because (laughs) for a while it was super trendy. Everything was authentic. It was authentic. You know, people used it in their copy. They used it and, you know, how to become your authentic self. And it's like, it's not a costume. It's not like a skill you learn or a hat you put on, right? Authenticity is how do you accept being yourself at your best 
flaws and all as a human, knowing your individual unique purpose, right? And owning that that's who you are, that you to accept all the pieces of your puzzle. Nobody else has the same pieces. And so that's what makes you authentic. And it's not something you do. It's something you are. You don't say, oh, I'm going to become my authentic self. And I guess you could say that, but it's not like saying, oh, I'm going to go from being a representative to a supervisor, right? It's really just about being open to, okay, I'm going to accept I have some flaws, but I'm going to spend more time focusing on what my magic is. What do you think? I agree. Uh, yes. And as you were talking, I was writing that down because I like it. It's not somewhere you go. You are always authentic. You are always you. So to me, I agree with you. I would add uh, honoring who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, accept, which yes, you, you have to accept and honor. Like mm -hmm. I say, step into it. So you don't become authentic. And I would say you can step into who you are. And when you step into who, you're, who you are, then you are living your truth. To me, that's authenticity. That, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. Authenticity to me is living your truth. All and everything that comes with it. Right. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. But it is owning that, stepping into that and owning it. Um, and for people who don't think they're authentic, because oftentimes you can be in your authenticity, but maybe you have something that's blinding you to it and that makes you insecure about it. And so you don't see it and other people do see it. Um, but I think that we all have places in our life where we learned to not necessarily be authentic, right? And um you know, so I grew up as an only child, but I feel like I see it in other people I know who have siblings, right? Where it's like, if I want a certain type of attention, I have to fall in line in this way because this is what other people expect of me. And you do it, but you're not your authentic self because you're falling into this mold that probably no longer serves you and that everyone around you kind of put you in or you fit in because everybody else was fitting into theirs. And the second spot I see that is um, at when you're, when you're a mom, especially when you're home with your first kid and it's you and that first kid and it's huge life-changing thing, you wanna be accepted and you wanna belong, whether it's at the playground or the mommy and me or the coffee shop or wherever it is because First time parenting can be isolating. It can really be isolating and you really need to build those relationships. But sometimes there's some people pleasing that goes along with it, right? Because not everybody wants to raise their kid the same way or not everybody feels the same way about breastfeeding or not everybody, you know, goes back to their pre-baby weight or there's all these things. And it's like, I just want to be in this group so I'm not alone and so I think it's important to ask ourselves, do we put ourselves in group situations where we feel we have to be someone else to belong there because then you shouldn't be there? I, 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 so much to so much to agree with you there. It's yes. Um, what I had written down was 
many people go through their whole life without stepping into who they are and without being authentic or stepping into really what makes them happy and who they are. There is no judgment. Uh, so let me, let me back up. So there's no judgment there. So let's take a Stepford wife. Uh, I'm dating myself. So let's take, um, what's a modern example of a Stepford wife? I'm trying to think. You know, I'm watching this show on Hulu, um, Candy. Have you seen this show? On, anyways, no. Yeah. And it's about, it's back in the 70s. So this, this is great. This, go, this okay. because this is what I wanted to talk about. We're not in the 60s anymore, where here is what you were supposed to be as a female or a male, right? Because we have male listeners. And this applies to them as well. If you were the male, you went out, you earned, your life was predictable, you did this, you had the car, you had the 2.3 children, you lived in the ranch house, that's gone and that doesn't exist anymore. So, but think about the people during that time who did what they thought they were supposed to do, but never really lived their truth, never really got to be who they were because they were trying to fit the mold. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't mean they weren't happy. Maybe they were happy. Maybe they were content. But I can tell you firsthand that when you do honor, accept, and step into everything that you are, this doesn't mean you're an asshole. This just means that you are, I, 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 I know who I am, flaws and all. And I try to work on those flaws. I know I'm not perfect. The minute you step into your truth, your life will change for the better and you will never look back, particularly in your career uh, mm -hmm. or in your business. I, I look at people who, women mostly, who have these businesses that they started and I can tell after five minutes talking to them or being in the room with them, and you probably can too, Beth, that they're not, this is not what they want to be doing. This is not who they are. They think mm -hmm. they can make money and they have an interest or a skill set in here. So they are monetizing it. And I, I applaud them for that. I would suggest that if they figured out really what is it that they want to, who are they and what do they want to be doing, that they could um, be a lot happier, make a lot more money and, and, and live their truth. Yes, I agree. I agree. You see a lot of people fall into those. I mean, I know personally that my, I think my parents wanted me to go to four years of college, or I know my dad did. And I think I was a great student academically and they wanted me to do accounting or something like that. And I really didn't want that. Um, I always had like this kind of creative streak and I ended up going to school. I went to a, a high school that was also a trade school and I went to be a hairdresser. And I mean, my mother was mortified <laughs> that she couldn't tell people I was. Meanwhile, I went out and worked and made more money that she, than she made at, at the bank she worked in, you know, and that was never, it was like, I like this. This is what I want to do. I don't really care what your friends think. I think I always had a little bit of that. Like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, um, but it's right. So imagine if you'd worked at the bank or done whatever <laughs> for 20, 30, 40 years, yeah. And these are the things you see the movies about where people, you know, lose it when they turn 50 or 40 or whatever the case, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yes, I just thought of why I'd made that note you asked me about. So huh? this goes back to so our number one rated podcast is the happiness curve and um, how you 
become happier the later you are in life. I think part of that is because later in life, you know what makes you thrive, you know what you want to do, and you have the luxury of being able to do that. When you're in your 20s and your 30s, you're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily know yet. Like you're trying out different things. You're trying this out. Maybe I like this, maybe. I... But as you get older or and as you get older, that's when you really start to figure out, okay, this is not for me. This is, you know, how do I get to spend more time doing this? And that's where I would ask if you're younger and you're not loving what you're doing, what are you doing outside of work to figure out what it is you like to do? I know right. that was a very long, that was a very long statement. Um, or even people that are in their forties and fifties, if you're not, if you don't feel that you're being your authentic self, or you don't think that you're living your truth, how are you going to figure out what that is? Right. Right. How are you going to explore? Because, you know, if you're not living your truth, it's a little soul sucking and exhausting. So you do have to kind of motivate yourself to be like, okay, I just worked at this thing that I don't really think is who I am. I need to spend my other time you know, finding joy in other things so that Mm -hmm. I can figure out what the heck I have to change, right? What do I have to do to find that sweet spot where I can acknowledge my authenticity? Conforming is exhausting. Yeah, it sure is. Because A, you're pretending. B, it feels icky. And C, you're not, you're, you're denying what you're supposed to be doing or who you're, you know, how you're supposed to be living. And once you get clear on it, and again, this isn't about being perfect. This is about doing what you're meant to do and what lights you up. And when you can do that, all this noise no longer matters. So like, let's take, let's take your career as an example. So by your career, I mean, either your business, or if you're working for another company, your career. Once you figure that out and you get to step into that, much less bothers you, much less comes across your radar. I'm not saying that, that you know, there, there's no noise, but it, it doesn't matter. The bullshit that goes along with either your peer group or your mastermind or your boss or whatever the case may be, it, it starts to fall away because you're doing what you love to do. And so, so it doesn't matter anymore. Is that yeah. clear? Yes, absolutely. And you know, the thing I want to say that makes me a little crazy about the word authentic and authenticity is that there really is no other word that you can replace it with, right? As a writer, I'm always like, oh, everybody's saying X, I'm going to find a different way to say it. And there's really no other word. The closest word for me is is genuine, but it doesn't quite do it. Um so that's also been the frustrating thing for me when everybody's been saying authentic this, authentic that. And um, I also feel like if you have to say, I'm being my authentic self, you really shouldn't have to say it, right? right. It's something other people see in you. It's an right. energy that you give off. Um, so yeah, those are my uh, my other comments about ambition, about uh, authenticity. Do you think you're seeing that word more or do you think for some reason you're noticing it more? Um, well, I think it's calming down a little bit. 
Um, but at first, when it first came around, I think everybody loved it. And there's a reason to love it. It's a fabulous word. It's just, you know, are people using it? But you're right. Then I was like, oh, my God, it's everywhere. You know, <laughs> it's in the refrigerator. It's under the bed. <laughs> everywhere is authentic and authenticity. And, um, and but it obviously shows that people want that. You know, they want that concept of authenticity and they they want to figure out how do I get it? And I think the answer is you'll know that you have it when you don't have to be pointing it out anymore. Um, I agree. And as you were saying, people want that. You don't just get it. You have to work for it. You mm -hmm. don't get it. You got to go through a lot of work for that. A lot of self-reflection, a lot of difficult things to hear about yourself. You know, a lot of um, uncertainty, a lot of soul searching to be able to, to be able to figure that out you, to your point. You can't wake up and just say, well, it's Tuesday and I've decided today I'm going to be my authentic self because you don't know who you don't know what it is unless you do the work. Right. Yeah. And it's not selective like that. Like on some days you haven't, some days you don't. I also think that it requires courage because let's face it, if you're really going to be your authentic self there, this is again, spoiler alert. There are people who may not like your authentic self. So what? So what? You know, I mean, you, you can't have, everybody is not going to like you. You don't like everybody, right? Do you ever find yourself saying, I really want to like that person. I really want to, there's a couple cool things about them. I really want to like them, but there's something stopping me. Yeah, and, I do. Yeah, and it's, you know, whatever. They're not, if they're being authentic and it's not my vibe, it's just not my vibe. It doesn't mean I can't respect them. It doesn't mean I can't be nice to them. It just means that, you know, maybe we're not going to have this strong connection, right? You have to find the people you drive with and, um, and you want those people to be being authentic and you as well, right? Yes. Um, I think if you choose to, I think you said it takes courage. I forget what you just said um, to take the risk, right? To take the risk because it's a risk. You are 100% vulnerable when you show up and you say, here's who I am. Here's what I'd like to do. Here's how I want to live my life. That's like, that's like a judgment beacon, right? Like, Hey, everybody, please come judge me. Um, <laughs> what, what I have found and this, I'm thinking about a friend of mine who went after his dream uh, gave everything up to go after his dream. And I so admire him for this. I might get choked up actually. So admire him. And the people who aren't happy for him are jealous. They're envious and they're jealous because he did the work. He took the risk and, and now he's living it and he's never been happier. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a piece too, is maybe you're getting a little bit of flack because they couldn't do it because they didn't, they didn't do the work or they didn't take the chance or whatever the case may be. So that's, that's what I think about that, Beth. Right. Well, and I am going to say, I, you know, the more we do these podcasts, the more you can see that there's overlap. Um, you know, last week's podcast was about limiting beliefs. And if you want to be authentic, you have to get rid of them. So if you didn't hear the podcast last week, you should check out limiting beliefs because it definitely ties into this to figuring out how will you be or how can you feel your authenticity 
right? How can you live it and embody it? And figure it out, right? Like that's, yep, figure it yeah, out. yeah. Um, you know, you said something about people judging you or people not liking you or not liking what what you're doing. Um, I also think it, it goes back to who are you surrounding yourself with? And that, you know, that goes back to your, your tribe, which I think we talked about last uh, two weeks ago. Um, we have a podcast episode called Find Your Tribe. Anyway, um, it's as you start to step into who you are, you will lose people along the way. Mm. That is okay. They weren't your people. They, right. they liked and gravitated towards who you were in the box, the mold. They wanted, they wanted that person, not the one that, not the one that, that you came out to be. I'll tell you, it's okay. Cause you will never, ever, ever look back ever, ever. Not one time, not one time, not one time. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh, so any takeaways? Hmm. I have one of you thinking. Okay, go ahead. Um, so this is actually in the book, but um, of course we would like you to buy the book. But if you don't want to buy the book, there is a, uh, this is for people who are trying to figure out career-wise. This is only career and career is only 10, 20% of who you are, whatever, whatever that number is for you. It's called the high five test. And if you go to high and the number five test.com, there's a free version and there's a paid version. And um, the paid version gives you 30. The free version, I think, gives you like eight or seven. And you answer a series of questions. It'll take you about 20 minutes. And it gives you back your core strengths and your strengths are what you love to do. Because you love to do it, you keep doing it. Because you keep doing it, you get better at it. This book and this, this test changed my life 20 years ago, changed my life again a few years ago. Strongly, 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 strongly recommend. I will put a link in the um, show notes. It's called the high five, H-I-G-H number five test.com. And that will help you get closer to how do I thrive? What, 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 do I, what should I be doing? And that is one step to take to get closer to living that kind of life. Yeah, I, I love that. I actually, I've taken a bunch of different tests because I like to see what they, what they all say. Cause some of them are more personality heavy mm-hmm. and some of them are skill heavy and, and that sort of thing. And yeah, I want to add that one to my, because then when you have these things, you can, you know, ask yourself if you're feeling off, am I living in my strengths? Am I living in my positive qualities and personality characteristics? And you can look at the list and say, hmm, I didn't do that today. I didn't really use that as my guide today, right? Because, you know, we all have days where we buckle in some way mm-hmm. or... Mm-hmm. Um, we think the easy way out is just going to be this or whatever. So it's just a nice reminder. Yeah. And it, it'll validate if you're not happy at work and you take that test and what your top five strengths narrow it down to five, your top five strengths are not how you're spending most of your days. And you know, it's time to find a job where that's what you're doing. That's a right. lot. Of, that's, that's part of the, I'd be interested to see what you're saying. To see what, what your, my- what your top five are. Yeah. All right. I'll take okay. Um, and then if you combine it with last week's episode, Beth had a really great example of a journal prompt of uh, what is possible. If you take the five strengths and right after that, you just start writing down or dictating. I dictate now. Um, 
what is possible based on those five strengths, what's possible. That's, mm -hmm. that's huge. Yeah. How do you use those strengths to achieve what's possible? Exactly. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> I love that. Yep. Cause I like that with values too. When I work with clients on their mm -hmm. messaging, you know, you have values, but what are you using to implement those values? You're using yep. your strengths. So, yep. um, and, and also if you do do this podsters, um, let us know. I'd love to know. I love this. This is what I love to do. I would love to know what strengths came up. I would, I'm, I'd love to know about the journaling. I, I know Beth would as well. So hit us up on Insta or LinkedIn, let us know, leave a note uh, or leave a comment or leave a, sorry, review under in the Apple podcasts and let us know how, what you learned or what you found out. We would, we would love to know all of this because we hear from people, but we don't hear from people enough because we love to hear from people all day long. So yeah. let us know. All right. Great. That's it for now. That's right. Everybody go out into the world and exist as your authentic self. Namaste. Right? Namaste. Namaste, Nancy. Namaste away from people who aren't authentic. That's what I'm going to do. That's right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap, Podsters. If you were thinking of someone as you were listening to this, share it. If you nodded along and even shouted out a couple of yes, leave us a review. Please, please, please. If you want to make sure you don't miss next week's episode, hit that follow button. And you can find us everywhere. And if you would like to learn more about us and exactly what we do, take a look in the show notes for our deets. See you next, next week. week. Podsters. <laughs>